Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into the Moment of Cluth podcast. If you've been following this podcast for a while or have been subscribed, then you may notice that today is Wednesday and not Friday, the typical day that I air my episodes. From now on, I'm going to be dropping these episodes on Wednesdays to give you guys a little more time to listen to them throughout the week because sometimes I think they get lost on the weekends with travel plans, etc. This week's guest is a girlfriend of mine from Chicago. Her name's Janelle Miller. She's a sports agent and recently got promoted to vice president at ISE, where she is now the only female in management in her company. In this episode, we talk about paving the way in the male-dominated world of sports while remaining authentic to who you are. Hope you enjoy. Joining me now on the Moment of Cluth podcast is Vice President of Talent and Marketing at ISE Independent Sports and Entertainment, a sports and entertainment agency, Janelle Miller. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's exciting. So you're one of my favorite people in Chicago. We met through mutual friends and we're in a similar industry. So I wanted to have you on this podcast because I know that as a female in sports, we both shared some of the same obstacles to overcome. Definitely. So... You're now the vice president of talent and marketing at ISE and the only female in your company in that role, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, let's rewind it back. How did you get started in the sports industry? Um, So I played soccer growing up, loved sports, actually was raised a huge hockey fan um, from Detroit. So the Red Wings were like the only good team at the time. Um, Raised a huge hockey fan and just was like, okay, I want to work in sports. Like had no clue what that meant. Um, I went to Central Michigan University, played soccer there for a little bit, and one of the majors was sports management. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds like fun. Don't know what that means, but let's get into it. A um, bunch of other, you know, all the other soccer girls in my team were in the major as well. And then once I started really diving into it, um, I realized there's just so much to do. You can work for a team, you can work for a league, you can work for an agency, you can be a reporter, you can there's just so many different angles that like I never really thought of. Um, So I started getting really in deep on the marketing side, loving that brand building. Um, And then I ended up applying for a few internships for uh, school credit and got an internship with the Chicago Blackhawks, moved down here and was only supposed to be here for like three months. And then that turned into a full-time job and I started there I was there for about five years through the first Stanley Cup in 2010, which is so dating myself. Um, (laughs) But, and then through that, I just met a bunch of the agents, went to a few of the NHL drafts, worked really closely with our GM, our scouts. And I was like, oh man, like, I think this is what I want to do. I want to be an agent. I want to, you know, the team's cool and building the team brand is cool. But I want to build a player's brand. Like, that's what really interested me. So here I am. Does anyone, for the record, really know what their college degree means? Like, I feel like we all just sign up for these things and no one's really like, what you're really going to be doing is working on Also, you don't have to have a sports degree to get into sports. Like, you can have anything. Business, you know, marketing, shoot, accounting, like graphic design. I mean, doesn't really matter. I might get in trouble for saying that. doesn't really matter. Have whatever degree you want. You're absolutely right. I don't have a broadcast degree. So, and here we are. Um, The world of sports from on the field to off the field has predominantly been male dominated until now. 
or women like yourself are in management positions and key positions, what obstacles have you had to overcome? Um, I mean, just the obstacle of it being male dominated, to be honest, you know, sometimes we like to think like, oh, we're females, like that's not an obstacle. I can get through that. But there are some hurdles. Um, one big one has been, I feel like the qualities that makes a male a good leader are being assertive, um, you know, telling people what to do, like having a strong opinion. And unfortunately, when a female has that same, you know, those same qualities, it's viewed as honestly being bitchy. And that's really what I've, what I've heard just overall women in business in general, not even just sports. It's, you know, if I'm assertive, it's, she's being a bitch or, you know, um, she's hard to work with where if a man has those same qualities, it's like, you know, he's valued for that. It's like, wow, look at him. But when a female comes in and knows what she wants and is assertive and opinionated, it's viewed as a negative instead of a positive. I think that's just something for females in the business in general, in any business, that's like a big hurdle we have to overcome. How did you overcome can you give a specific uh, example of something like that that happened to you that you overcame? Um, it's just pushing through it, you know, not letting people steamroll you, not being scared to hold back. Um, just because, you know, if someone happens to think a certain way of you, you know, as long as you're staying true to yourself and you know what you're doing is correct and kind of having the same qualities that, you know, maybe a male that you look up to has, that's okay. And don't let people bulldoze you and, and say otherwise. Um, I don't really have a specific instance because I feel like there's a lot of them that have even been a male does the same exact thing. But if I do it, it's like ugh, an eye roll or like, ugh, like it's, you know, she's hard to deal with. Um, where if it's a man, it's like, okay, like I respect that. I feel like men are respected for having a strong opinion. And sometimes as females in business in general, we're kind of told to like, sit down, be quiet, you know, do what you're told. Um, and that's just not my personality. And Find a husband and retire, right? Right. <laughs> I've heard from male agents, like, I'm super pushy and it's well respected. And then I've heard from females in similar roles or even as like on the broadcast side of it, when you're reaching out to a news director, your pushiness comes off the wrong way, like you're desperate. So interesting. But that's another word, right? Or desperate or even pushy. You know, I've never really, even myself, I don't think I've ever referred to a male as pushy. It's one of those like female dominated terms that I think even we ourselves need to refrain from you know, saying in, in general, because again, a male can do the same thing and it's viewed as like, wow, he's really on top of it. He's really proactive, but people have referred to it as pushy with you. Some people like it, but you know, there's other times where being a female, it's like, oh, eh, it's kind of a turnoff. Um, and that's something that I think we have to overcome as females in general in the business. With any career, there's going to be highs and lows. And this podcast is really about being authentic to who you are. So was there ever a time in your career that you felt like you weren't being authentic to who you are and what did you learn from it? Um, I think getting into the agency business in general is pretty slimy. Um, there's a lot of people in the business that you know are by the book and follow rules and do great things. But as everyone knows in the world of sports, you know, you look at college kids being paid off, you know, losing eligibility, losing titles. Um, 
there's a lot of stuff that's not done um, by the book. And I don't want to give any specific examples, but there's definitely been people that I've worked with that I started kind of mimicking the stuff that they do, not in terms of like law, you know, breaking, but just kind of sliminess. Like there's a lot of backstabbing. There's, you know, sneaky ways to go about doing things. Um, and there's a lot of people you can look up to that are doing really well in the business. But then when you kind of look at their morals and their character, it's not who you want to emulate. And being younger, when I got into this business at 20, um, I had to really learn that really quickly of like, okay, who do you want to be, you know, as a person, not even just in business, but in general, who do you want to be? Follow your heart, follow your morals and your values. And in this agent business, it gets tough to do that. You'll lose some clients or recruiting clients, you know, to people that are maybe not doing things by the book, but you just have to stick with it and stay true to yourself. And, you know, the clients will come and, and you'll do great things, but it might take longer to get to the top. But then once you're there, you know that you did it right and you did it the right way and you can be proud of yourself. Um, so that's the route that, that I'm going down. Well, you're doing it right. You're the VP now and that's incredible. Thank you. And I feel like you're on the fast track with this. You're so young to be reaching those highs in a career. So clearly you staying authentic to yourself is working. Um, now during COVID, what are steps someone can take who wants to break into the worlds of sports? Like yeah. this industry is on hold right now and people are just have graduated college. So what can they do? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, these are unprecedented times. So I don't even know if I have a direct answer for that, but I would say, you know, just continuing staying on top of like knowing what's going on in the industry, um, being knowledgeable with stuff like that. And then, you know, just continuing to reach out to people that you, um, you want to emulate in your career or maybe a company you want to work for or a team you want to work for. I get so many people who reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, I try to answer, you know, all of them because I know what it's like to just try to find your way in this business, you know, and even if it's like, Hey, can you, um, you know, have a quick phone call? I was going to say sit down for coffee, but can't do that these days. Not right, um, now. <laughs> not right now. Um, so, you know, even it's just a quick phone call, you know, staying in touch, seeing if there's any internships that are available. Internships are a great way. I totally think that was my way in was just, I would say, just get your foot in the door. It doesn't matter what team or a league or what position. I mean, as long as it makes sense, get your foot in the door and then you can navigate. So I got my foot in the door as a community relations intern with Chicago Blackhawks. And I navigated my way to working as an agent. Um, you know, those sports industries, very, very small sports world's very small. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows everyone. So you could be working for a minor league team and then end up working for, you know, the MLB, the national league office. Um, people know other people getting your resume out there. Um, and then there's also a website and I don't know how many people know about this, but it really helps me. And I tell everyone this, it's called teamwork online. Mm -hmm. So it's teamworkonline.com. They post pretty much almost every, um, open job in the sports world. They hit almost every team, every league office, every time they post a job, most likely it'll be on Teamwork Online. So instead of having to go to LinkedIn or going to Indeed and job searching that way, if you just go to Teamwork Online, um, 
most of the jobs will be right there. They don't hit every agency or every team, but most of them will be there. And there's still teams posting for internships and, you know, positions. So just keep your eye out. They're still out there. So pay it forward. Always respond to people who are looking out for help and just be open to anything. I love what you said about that because it's so true. Like you might take a lower paying job in a situation where you feel like you could, you should be moving ahead faster, but you just never know what could come of taking any job. Right. And you never know who you're going to meet, who knows who. Um, I have a friend that worked for a minor league team I had never even heard of, and she's now pretty high up at the Chicago White Sox. So, um, you know, you never know. Everyone knows everyone. And as long as you get your foot in the door, um, you know, be open to moving too. That was one thing that hindered me is I didn't want to move for the longest time out of Michigan. And then finally I made the jump to Chicago because that's where the job opening was. And 13 years later, (laughs) now I'm here. So yeah. Well, that's perfect advice. Um, At the end of this podcast, I like to like to play a little game called two truths and a lie, where I ask you to tell me two truths and one lie. And I have to guess which one's the lie. Okay. Um, I should have thought about this beforehand. You gave me a heads up too, and I didn't even think about it. Um, okay. Um, my, uh, see, I'm a cat lady. Um, you are, that's weird. (laughs) Um, I've been to the White House state dinner, um, President Obama. And, um, I don't know, (laughs) I'm bad bad at this. And um, I'm a vegetarian. Okay, Um, the vegetarian is a lie. So you are a cat lady. It's so long to figure that out. I'm the worst (laughs) at this. I don't know if you can like cut that part, redo it, but that's the worst, yeah. Man, I I didn't know, look at Penny sitting over my shoulder shaking her head at you for being a cat lady. She's like, what? Well, I love all animals. I wish I could be a vegetarian actually, but yeah, just love steak too much. So I can't. Well, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you and ask you questions about the industry? Um, I think you can either find me on LinkedIn, Janelle Miller, um, or Instagram, Janelle Kristen, but it's K-R-I-S-T-I-N. So either one, I'll answer. I bet you're going to be getting tons of messages after this. So well, let me I'll know who reaches out to you and thanks for the advice. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. Love your shows. Um, really honored to be a part of it. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Moment of Cluth podcast, now available anywhere you listen to your podcasts. I'm your host, Megan Cluth. If you enjoyed this episode, please download it and share with others. Subscribe to be notified when new episodes air, visit MeganCluth.com to get in touch, head over to my YouTube page to watch my latest interviews, and stay tuned for more great conversations. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot 
for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.